You've landed at the 13 Moons Women's Temple podcast with your hosts, Sam and Leela. Of this year, 2023, a seven year, and um, a year which we're really excited about. We think that it's going to be a year of um, deep transformation and I, um, I've been really contemplating this and one of the things that has struck me is I think this is going to be the year where the work that we have been doing for a long time now and many of you have been doing with us or are doing in your own right is suddenly just not going to be strange anymore. It's going to be very normal and it's going to be really seeked and really honored and really wanted in this world and so we are and have been those light bearers for these times and as we begin this year together one of the first things that I want you to do is just a bit like Mirka was saying so beautifully before about this practice of self-love really acknowledge the work that you have been doing for yourself within your homes and within your communities. And for those of you that have struggled, maybe sometimes within the many different healing, yoga, spiritual realms in which some of you will work and spend time just know that I really believe this year is going to see a massive shift and it's our time. It's time for us to really rise together as women and deeply remember the place that we hold here on this earth. So just breathe that in before we do anything else. Ooh, feels so nice to be here with you all this evening. Um, good, let's, let's chat about the moon that we sit under um, this evening. And the stars. <laughs> the stars, all of it. Um, um, oh, I just went somewhere else. To, I just went to the Pleiades. Sorry, I'll come back. <laughs> um, the, there's this there's a couple of things that we we really wanted to highlight about um, the aspects of today of the moon. Um, the first one is that um, it's a micro it's a micro moon. So you're probably familiar with um, supermoons. So supermoon is you know just stunning to see and you can tell that it's a supermoon because it just appears to be so big and but a lesser known um, concept is this um, idea of a micro moon and it just means that the moon is actually a little bit further away than usual from the earth and so what that does is that affects uh, a lesser gravitational pull so where a supermoon would have a, a bigger gravitational pull it's where we have king tides it's where 
um, this, the psyche and the subconscious mind is a little bit more erratic around a super moon. A micro moon means that we're actually in a lot more of a fluid state. If anyone's been, seen Avatar, um, the floating islands, they float because there's very low gravity. And so we're in this sort of place right now where the gravity is not as light as that, but it just means that nothing's actually really pulling on you as much as it as it usually is. The, the moon is not pulling on the fluids of the body. And so the, the mind can be a little bit more imaginative, a little less um, like attachy. We're not attaching to thoughts. We're not attaching to ideas. It's a really beautiful time where beliefs can be fluid, where ideas can be fluid. You don't need to settle or decide on anything right now. Um, and that's really good to think about in relation to the other aspects because what we have are three key planets that are in retrograde. So Mars is still in retrograde. Mars is like the directional take action, God of war, that planet is in retrograde. Mercury is also in retrograde. So our communication has become more reflective. With Mars in retrograde, we're less take action and more go inward. And then um, also Uranus is in retrograde, which means that we're coming into, um, well, Uranus retrograde means we're having an internal transformation rather than we are externally want needing to, to transform that which is external to us. This is what is being transformed on the internal. So this is a very fluid, a very spiritual, but also somewhat of a mental process with these planets retrograding and so beautifully aspect with this micro full moon. So the light is shining on this, but we don't need to feel like we're being pulled to behave or to be or to, to perform or to achieve. It's just, it's a very creative, um, inspired time. And so, and the juxtaposition of this is that, you know, we come into the new year and it's supposed to be, right, it's the new year, new intentions, um, new year's resolutions, all guns blazing, let's go back to work. But none of us feel like that. And importantly, you may actually also be feeling like nothing has actually changed. It's not like there was an ending for there to be a beginning. And what we're really noticing, and Sam and I are going to be talking about this quite a lot this year, is that our concept of time and the concepts and the structures and the matrix that govern our um, the way that we organize and orchestrate our lives with time and calendars and dates is actually in a state of change. And while the calendar has turned from 2022 to 2023, we've gone from December, the end, to January, the beginning, internally, you may not actually be feeling like that is actually what's happening. And that's because seasonally and cyclically spring is the beginning and the summer solstice is the full moon which was just before Christmas and we are in a state of fullness right now and we're going to be coming towards harvest and autumn in in a couple of months time and so it's not actually the beginning of a year to begin a new year we are in the middle of a major cycle and we are noticing a lot of communication and inquiry around the Gregorian calendar and where has it come from and what's governing our time and also importantly the northern hem hemisphere um, lifestyle that we've inherited 
in the southern hemisphere is not matching and a lot of our timelines and our calendars and the names of our months don't actually match the seasons that we're we're living and so right now underneath this full moon it's a really exquisite time to start to contemplate well how do you actually feel about the way that you are organizing yourself going into 2023 and what does that mean for you? What does that mean for your values, your beliefs, how you orchestrate your home? How might you like to, you know, if this is a brand new concept to you, what is it, how is it resonating? And is it something that you feel like you might like to do anything with? You might not, and that's completely okay as well. So, um, and then I just wanted to also say that the moon right now is in um, the sign of, Gemini in the sky. So the live sky moon is sitting in the sign of Gemini. Now Gemini represents, um, you know, socializing, your outgoing nature. Um, it's also quite a highly intellectual sign. And so you can take that energy in your musings and into your, you know, imagination and in your contemplation right now and just let the intellect, you know, run wild. Like where might that take you what rabbit hole might your imagination start to go down it's a really beautiful energy to tap into but the shadow side of Gemini is that it can be quite indecisive impulsive and unreliable so it is just not a time right now to actually be committing to anything because the promises that you make you may not actually be inclined to want to keep up with them and therein lies that unreliability so we sort of have mentioned that um, the time to actually be setting the new year's intentions or reflecting on <clears throat> on the intentions that you <clears throat> excuse me that you set in spring will be on the next new moon and what's cool about the next new moon on the 22nd of january is that all of the planets will be out of retrograde and we will be going full steam directional and so that's is really something to look forward to but this evening and just as we sit and underneath these full moon energies for this next couple of days it's just it is really a time for your personal your your relationship to your beliefs your relationship to your values and just let that be enough whatever whatever you ponder on hmm. did you want to add anything sam No, not really. I think, um, yeah, that's everything that we're feeling. I think, I think it's such a powerful time to sit and reflect on this, on where we are in terms of the seasons. And I think we have a real opportunity as we walk into this year. Um, to actually make a commitment to ourselves to honor the seasons that we're in and to acknowledge that. So we are in the fullness. I mean, we're in full party season. Um, we, we should be, you know, we should be out, you know, just laying around feeling, you know, fully abundant and enjoy it, not thinking we have to suddenly get back at it and um, get into the grind of things. We should be sitting in the abundance of all that we've achieved, which is why going back to um, listening to what Mirka was saying, it's just perfect. It is a time to acknowledge all that you've achieved. 
it is definitely a time to be doing that rather than creating the to-do list, which actually just feel rather exhausting. And so when we think about that, and it's just so simple, it just brings such a sense of peace to us um, and, and to our homes and stops us feeling that sense of overwhelm. So I just encourage you to, to really sit with that. We're gonna keep reminding you this a lot through this year. And, and our main theme for this year is going to be how can we get back in touch with the natural rhythms and cycles of nature and of the world outside your door. You know, again, if you haven't already get a mulberry bush, I just planted two more, so exciting. So we need mulberry bushes to help us observe the cycles of nature. So find one that you can observe. Um, thank you for all those beautiful words, Leela, um, and guidance. Awesome. Susie did send me a question um, after our little check-in about um, the astrology tropical sidereal. So I'm conscious of time. If you have to go, you can go. But if you're interested in 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 this, um, I'm just going to explain it quickly. But otherwise, you can feel free to to pop off. Um, sidereal astrology is. Um, hang on, let me just take this off. There we go. Now we're all together. Sidereal astrology means real time sky. So it's it's how we describe the planets actually as they appear in the sky. Tropical astrology. Um, which is what is the popular, which is if, if you're not, if you just follow astrology, it's most likely tropic, tropical astrology. And over, um, over the course of about 2000 years, tropical astrology has drifted so that the planetary alignment that um, it's uh, talking about is not actually what's happening in the sky. And so it's about a whole entire sign behind. And so what we're doing, good night, Fiona, what we're doing um, in these moon circles and as we move forwards in the 13 moons is to, to actually teach, teach you both, but to give you um, more of an understanding of how to look to the sky to have an understanding of, you know, the cosmology. And so tropically, the moon actually, they're saying the moon is in Cancer which is a whole sign behind Gemini. But if you look in the sky right now, you'll see that the moon is in Gemini. It has nothing to do with the hemisphere that you're in. This is a global um, experience. Um, and it, you know, to, it, to, to be a part of a matrix, you know, hundreds of thousands of people are, um, follow tropical astrology. And so, you know, there are many, many, many astrologers out there that are, saying the moon is in cancer so there is a matrix there's a belief that the moon is in cancer and that belief creates the reality that this full moon is about all that cancer is about which is the home which is about the divine feminine that you know that the cancer is represented by the crab that goes into its into its shell and so we're a part of a, of a change in dynamic and a change in paradigm of of astrology where we have a mass belief system saying the moon is in cancer but sidereally or real real sky time the moon is in a different sign so I just wanted to explain that because it's hard to kind of get that in at the beginning <laughs> when we don't have a lot of time but we will continue to touch on this um, as we go and if you're interested and you're confused that's completely okay because it is a very it is a very confusing um, 
concept to start to think about. Yeah. So anyway, I hope that answered your question, Susie. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Is that not and one of the best things that um, you could do, which we really encourage you to do right now, is to get a, an app on your phone that shows you the night sky. So um, we both use um, an app, I can't remember what it's called. Um, Skyview. Skyview on our phones. And um, so, for example, just to, you know, today when I was sitting on the beach, I was double checking, you know, what's there. And so I just sat and moved around until I found the moon and once I found the moon I could see which constellation was actually behind the moon and so it's it just means that you can actually see what's happening in the sky and that helps you to get clarity because it's actually what's there and um, I think this is what we're all looking for right now we want to actually be working with what's there and it is actually available to us. This knowledge is available to us um, uh, on our phones. And so it's not even hard for us to do that anymore. So it's as simple as that, just get the app and start looking. And then from there, you're going to start to just, just ponder a bit more. And, um, and that's, that's a very good thing to be doing right now. <laughs> yeah, um, Belinda, I'm using the, um, uh, the modern tarot reader. We'll post a photo of the card draw that we do um, on our social media as well. So you can have that. You'll be able to record that reading. But yeah, the, the Oracle was just like so, so with us tonight. How cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, lovely. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Pardon? I just was asking if there's any other questions. No. Well, I have a question. It's just in relation to the side sidereal. If you if it's not Leela um, to do with your own hemisphere, then and it's a global thing, and you're a month in your whatever star sign behind. If you were to look at like as you said, Sam, you looked at the app and saw what you saw. Are you seeing something that's to do with? Gemini or are you what are you talking about when you say what you're looking at in real time yeah so if you if you download that app and have a look on your phone when you see the moon what you'll see the constellation that is there is Gemini now all it means is that cancer is still there it's just it just hasn't quite arrived behind the moon yet so it will pass through because we're always passing through. Everything passes through. It's just, it's a little bit further behind. Um, and um, yeah, I took a screenshot of it earlier, but I don't know how to share it. Um, and so, um, yeah, it's just that, it's as simple as that. And so it doesn't matter where you are um, in the world, that is what is there. And sidereal just is to do with the stars and it just means that real sky. And, and that's the difference. And this is just a form of astrology. It's always been there. It's just not been as popular as tropical astrology. But what we found, and, and the reason that we're, we're doing this um, is not to be sort of <laughs> new and funky, um, but actually, because it's actually quite challenging to sort of um, buck a system and, and start looking into different areas. But is actually because 
it just makes sense to us. We want to be working with what we can see and what's actually happening. A bit like I'm saying about, we should be working with the mulberry tree. We need to be understanding what's the mulberry bush doing? Is the mulberry bush actually ripe? Has the mulberry bush dropped its fruit? Is the mulberry bush, you know, dropped all its leaves? What is that doing? And that's the same with the sky. We want to look to the sky and actually follow the sky ourselves. We should be able to do this. We don't need to follow blindly anymore. It's all there for us to see. And we can start to work with that. And actually even down to, um, if you want to just backtrack yourself even more, even more than trusting what we're saying about what these signs mean, start to listen to what you feel at these times. That's why we come together in these circles, record how you feel. If you do this for a whole year, you're gonna start to get a deeper understanding of how you feel underneath the influence of a constellation. Mm. And that's magic. We've recorded a whole podcast on how we came to understanding and, and deciding to follow both. So yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Listen to me. Go back and listen to it again because it it it's taken me years, literally years, to 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 allow myself to to recognize what I wasn't seeing. It's not this is not something you can just like get. Um, so um, be patient with yourself, and we will always be here to to help to explain and to talk it through because it's a changing of a belief system. That's not, that's not saying that tropical astrology is wrong, when, um, but it's that there's a lot going to it. And, and we will actually be talking about this quite a lot this year because it's also, why have we been following the calendar system? Why have we been following the time system? What year is it? What actually is the year in relation to history? And astrology is actually all a part of this questioning, like, well, why are we on a on an astrological system that's not actually saying what the sky is saying? Mm. And there's answers to all of those questions. And it's just a big unraveling of the fact that we have just been for thousands. It's the Piscean age. Over the course of the Piscean age, we've just been doing what we were told. <laughs> and now we are like bang on the doorstep of the age of Aquarius. And it's just like people are waking up and going, well, hang on a second. That doesn't make sense anymore. It made sense once upon a time but no longer. Yeah. Mm. I like Pam Gregory for her explanations on, you know, she draw, she quotes other people's wisdom who are specialising in their own area with astrology, e.g. the dwarf planets. So talking about all of that, it's completely new. And it's, and it's like rewriting your own kind of understanding of another aspect that hasn't really, is only just coming to the forefront. That's really interesting. Well, the point is, it's not new. They've always been there, but we've only now been able to see them. And that's mm. the point. So they've only now entered into our consciousness because we mm. only now have the capacity to see these dwarf planets. They have always been there. And so yeah, it's just, it, it's just, but, a, it's, you know, people are putting their, their life kind of energy into talking about it. So it's like drawing on other people's wisdom with that is quite. Yeah, it's mind-blowing. I think it's lovely. Yeah. Good. Mm. Okay, yeah. lovely. That's brilliant. Thank you for that. Right. What a wonderful full moon chat. Great <laughs> cool full moon chat. Good yeah. night, everyone. And we hope that you sleep well yeah. under this full moon. And we look forward to 
for um, seeing some of you tomorrow and seeing some of you very soon. Much love and Thank you for taking the time to be with us on this podcast episode. These are sound bites and conversations about things we think are important to support the collective ascension towards more love, acceptance, hope and harmony on the planet Earth. Together we can continue to support each other through conversations that need to be held. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your people. We would love it if you subscribe to our channel and even rate the podcast if you feel called to. You can also find us and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube and Spotify just by searching the 13 Moons Women's Temple.